Welcome back to the Squared Sports Podcast. I'm this is Podcast Lane Frank. We're now episode 64, but just for 64 episodes, we're not like an action-packed episode planned for you. Wild Court Weekend was amazing, but the divisional round of the playoffs would be even better. College basketball is rolling, NBA is heating up right now. So much more. Stay tuned for Squared Sports Lane Frank, episode number 64. Let's hop into it. We'll start with episode 64, how we always do with the headlines in the NBA. The Memphis Grizzlies, everybody. I said it last episode. I said they're a top five team in the NBA. People were saying, oh, no, no. The Bulls are a better team than the Grizzlies. Well, last night, Bulls Grizzlies, who won that game? The Grizzlies won that game by a lot. And it was just a great game to see. Okay, the Grizzlies are a top five team in the NBA. Jaron Jackson Jr. and John Murray, a top 10 duo in the NBA right now. You can debate me all. You can say whatever you want. It's a future top five duo in the NBA. It's an amazing duo right now, John Murray, Jaron Jackson Jr. I mean, you could turn them like a Lob City type of thing. I mean, that's... Maybe a little bit of a stretch. But John Moran and Jaron Jackson Jr., a great duo, great team. And they're going to miss Desmond Bain, uh, Kyle Anderson for a couple games because COVID protocols. But they're really, I mean, this team is just rolling at the right time. Taylor Jenkins is a good head coach, everything like that. I mean, Taylor Jenkins is probably the most unknown coach in the NBA, I'd say. I mean, if you ask the random NBA fan on the street who is the Grizzlies head coach, not many people would know who it is because Taylor Jenkins, like, he's brought this team together, okay? John Morant has been amazing for them. I mean, they picked him over R.J. Barrett when, I mean, he was just from Murray State, really not mid-major against over R.J. Barrett, who had a great year at Duke that year. They picked him over because they knew John Barrett was good, and he's been great in the NBA. One rookie of the year, Jaron Jackson, finally getting healthy again. I mean, I know his numbers aren't great right now, but he'll get them up. Jaron Jackson Jr. is a great player. John Murray is a great player. The Grizzlies are rolling at the right time, a top-five team in the NBA. No debate about Let's hop into my next topic in the NBA. Kevin Durant, everybody, out four to six weeks with a knee injury. How do the Nets rebound? Leave your answer in the comment section. I think the Nets are going to be fine, but James Harden got to step up. I mean, James Harden's my preseason pick for MVP, everybody. And James Harden really has to step up in Kevin Durant's absence. Maybe Kyrie, I mean, you say he's not going to get vaccinated. I'm not going to go into that, but I mean, they're going to they're maybe need him for home games. I mean, they're going to need him for all road games. James Harden really needs to step up. This is a good team, and, you know, we're probably not going to, and we're obviously not going to get another full season of this big three. The one thing with this big three, they can never all play together on the court. Not because they don't have bad chemistry, because they're never really healthy at the same time. It's always one issue. It's always this, this issue, always that issue. And then last year, Kevin Durant got hurt, James Harden got hurt, Kyrie's whole issue, everything like that. So a lot of stuff going on with the Brooklyn Nets right now. How do you think the Nets will rebound? KD being out, leave your answer in the comment section. The Lakers, everybody. They are the number seven team in the Western Conference right now. That is playing, and that has a chance to not make the playoffs, okay? That's all I'm trying to say. Because if you're a seven seed in the NBA nowadays, you you still have a chance of not making the playoffs because you have to go through the playing now, playing tournament, which is obviously sticking around for another year. Interesting stuff going on with the Lakers right now. I think firing Frank Vogel is an absolute must. I'm not going to say Frank Vogel, Frank Vogel is an introvert, but he doesn't seem like the guy who's perfect at building up a team of LeBron James, Anthony Davis, and Russell Westbrook. His first year given a great roster. Had Jason Kidd, had all these great assistant coaches. I'm not questioning Frank Vogel's ability. Coach, I can never be an NBA coach. Frank Vogel's done a great job. Did a good job with the Magic. Did a good job with the Lakers. I mean, even last season and the season before that because injuries last season. But Frank Vogel, no more chances. If you can't build this team up by All-Star Weekend, something like that, he's going to be gone. We're talking about the Dallas Cowboys and Mike McCarthy saying he's gone even though they had a great year this year. That's what happens in sports. You can have a good year, you can get fired. Look at Dwayne Casey and Toronto Raptors. Remember a couple years ago, one coach of the year. I think it was like two days before he got fired. That's, I mean, a lot of stuff going on in the NBA right now. Do you think the Lakers should fire Frank Vogel? Leave your answer in the comment section. Do you think the Lakers can turn around this season? Leave your answer in the comment section. Let's move over to the NFL where we had an action-packed round one of the playoffs. Wild card weekend, everybody. I want to start with the 49ers, everybody. Okay, 
The 49ers were my preseason pick to make the conference championship. It was Packers, 49ers, my preseason pick to make the conference championship because I said Rams, Buccaneers don't have a solid run game. Now, I mean, that's obviously impossible to happen. 49ers, uh, Packers conference championship game. They're playing this week, and I still kind of stand by the statement that the Bucs and Rams don't have that's all of a run game. Rams obviously improved their run game a lot. Cam Akers had a good game on Monday Night Football. They look great in Monday Night Football. The Rams did against the Cardinals. Shelly Michelle is turning into a good player. Daryl Henderson is even a good running back for them. But I think the 49ers are a solid team. I'm giving my pick in that game. 49ers Packers coming up here in a couple minutes. Let's score Sports Central Game Day. But Jimmy G, he's a gamer. All right. I'm not going to say he's a game manager. He's a gamer because people like to call him a game manager. But game managers, like I said, they don't turn the ball over. Jimmy G, Jimmy G turns the ball over. He plays well, Jimmy G. He's like, he can make a play. He can go on the run. Okay, Jimmy G doesn't get the respect he deserves. Jimmy G is a good quarterback. I know I said 49ers need to fold him, and they probably still should if they lose this game. But if they win this game, there's got to be a lot of thinking going on in San Francisco, everybody. There's a lot of quarterback needy teams in the NFL. You can see the Indianapolis Colts, even the New England Patriots. Pittsburgh Steelers, a lot of quarterback needy teams in the NFL. Maybe Jimmy G can find a new home this offseason. Broncos, throwing out names out there. But a lot of stuff going on with the 49ers right now. Great win against the Cowboys on Sunday. What a great win that was to beat the Dallas Cowboys. Advance the next round of the playoffs when really nobody thought they would make the playoffs four or three weeks ago, something like that. But a lot of stuff going on with the 49ers right now. Let's move to the next team. The New England Patriots, everybody. I got a segment coming up about Mac Jones, Bill Belichick in a couple minutes. But that was a horrifying game. All right. Mac Jones, that first interception, I knew that game was over by the time that first interception happened. Because in the first drive, the Bills looked unstoppable. And I knew they were, they were going to score the next drive. And I knew the Patriots could stop them at all that game. And they couldn't. But that was a good pass by Mac Jones. Just Mike Hyde, great, great pick. Leslie Frazier built up that defense. Could be a head coach again this, uh, this next year or whatever. I'm getting interviews from the Bears, getting interviews from the Broncos, bunch of teams. Leslie Frazier, good defense coordinator. That was a great game by Josh Allen, everybody. That's the story of that game. Josh Allen, what a great player. New England Patriots lost. And maybe something going on with Mac Jones. A lot of people talking about some rumors of Mac Jones, Bill Belichick. Talk more about that later. But let's move to my next topic. The Los Angeles Rams, everybody. Like I said, they built up that run game. Odell Beckham Jr. had another touchdown. Six touchdowns with the Rams this season. You know how many touchdowns the Browns receivers had this year? The whole entire wide receiving core, the Cleveland Browns, had seven touchdowns. Odell Beckham Jr. has six with his new team, the Los Angeles Rams, everybody. Whether that's Baker Mayfield's fault or it's Ken Stavansky's fault, I don't know. A lot of stuff going on with the Cleveland Browns franchise. But that's what we're talking about here. We're talking about the Los Angeles Rams. Matthew Stafford getting his first career playoff win. I'm happy for Matthew Stafford. Kyle Murray, I got something coming up about him. Can he win a Super Bowl? Can he not? Leave your answer in the comment section. Los Angeles Rams rolling at the right top. Going into the second round of the playoffs against the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. This time in Tampa, they beat them in L.A. earlier in the season. Hand the Bucs their first loss of the season. But a lot of stuff going on with their Rams team right now. Again, a great win on Monday night against Arizona Cardinals, everybody. Okay, well, one more topic on the headlines, everybody. It's a big one. The Pittsburgh Steelers, everybody. That was an embarrassment of a game. Devin Bush gets picked to start the game. T.J. Watt gets a touchdown to start the game. And everybody's like, oh, the, the Pittsburgh Steelers are going to win a game for Big Ben. Yeah, 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 yeah. No, 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 no. Big Ben is officially done. Mike Thomas pretty much confirmed. He said, you know, we're weighing all options to be our next QB. Weighing all our options to be our next QB. I don't see Ben, ben Roethlisberger being mentioned in that statement here. But, okay, Ben Roethlisberger's career in the NFL is done. Lots of stuff going on there. But you look at guys like Tom Brady. He's 45 years old. And Ben, ben Roethlisberger... 39 years old. Big Ben looks done at 39. Tom Brady's winning many Super Bowls at age 39. A lot of stuff going on in the NFL right now. That's about for the headlines this week. Coming up next, Squared Sports NFL game day. We're going to pick the division around of the playoffs. We're in the second round of the NFL playoffs. Everybody, Squared Sports NFL game day. Divisional round edition coming at you right now. First game. Titans-Bengals, number one seed going up against Cincinnati Bengals. 
I'm gonna say it right here. The only reason the Cincinnati Bengals won that game last week was because they were at home. They're not at home in this one. I'm sorry, Joe Burrow. I'm sorry, Jamar Chase. I'm sorry, Zach Taylor. I'm sorry, this Bengals team, this Bengals franchise. You're not getting another playoff win. You know, everybody's saying, oh, send that text right now. The text message has never been sent saying that the Bengals have won a playoff game. You know, they won a playoff game in the text message area. Just a lot of stuff going on with the Bengals right now, but I don't think this they won this one. I don't think the Titans make the Super Bowl. Let me get that statement out right there. I don't think the Titans make the Super Bowl, but I think with Derrick Henry coming back, obviously not on a perfect overload, not going to get 30 carries in this game, Ryan Tannehill can beat Cincinnati Bengals on his own. I don't think he can beat Chiefs on his own. I don't think he can beat the Bills on his own. A lot of stuff going on in the NFL right now, but I'm taking Titans over Cincinnati Bengals. Nice game. Let's work to the NFC. Bucks, Rams, everybody. Like I said, they played in LA earlier in the season. Who won that game? It was the Rams. They took round one. Now, it's round two in Tampa. Tampa Bay. Like people like to say. Tom Brady wins this one for Tampa. Tampa gets another win in the playoffs. Moves on to the conference championship game. Find out who I'm picking next to make. Play them in the conference championship game. Let's up into it. 49ers. Packers, everybody. I'm torn. I'm straight up torn on this matchup. You asked me after that 49ers game. I'm going 49ers, 49ers, 49ers. Now I'm saying Packers are going to win this one. Okay. Packers. Settle down for a little bit. Jimmy G is going to make a couple of mistakes in this game. Jair Alexander is going to maybe get a pick in this one. Aaron Jones is going to play well. Aaron Rodgers is going to calm his nerves, everything like that. He's been through this situation before. They played earlier in the season. It was a great game. I mean, game-winning field goal by the Packers. I don't think that happens this time. Give me the Packers 33-28 meeting. Tampa Bay Buccaneers in the conference championship game. That's my prediction. Bills, Chiefs, everybody. Okay, this is the biggest game. I'm just going to say it right here. This is the biggest game of the season so far. And I'm torn. These are like this is a heavyweight matchup. This is like a Mike Tyson, I mean Tyson Fury, anything like that fight. This is a big, big fight, everybody. All right, this is I mean this is just gonna be a huge game. Bills, Chiefs, everybody. Who wins it? Leave your answer in the comment section. But I'm going with the Bills, everybody. Josh Allen. I mean people like to compare him. I mean people are comparing him to like Mike Tyson because you know you can beat him, but when you can't, when you're not prepared for him, he's gonna come at you heavy. I mean Josh Allen, an amazing quarterback, just an amazing quarterback. I think the Bills win this one. They built up that run game. Durant the had a great game plan against the Patriots. I mean. There's a team that is hardest this game plan for on defense against on defense is New England Patriots, everybody. I mean, Bill Belichick can come up with great schemes to stop that offense. And he couldn't, he couldn't stop Josh Allen. I don't think Chiefs, Steve Sagnola, Chiefs defense corner could stop Josh Allen. Give me the Bills in this one. Devin Singletary is going to be an X factor in this game. Give me the Bills over the Chiefs. I don't think Clyde Edwards will later place this game. A lot of stuff going on uh, for right now. But next week, we're going to pick the conference championship games. Let's get that perfect record this week. We were one game off of it last week, but let's get that perfect record this week. First time this season. Stay tuned for Squared Sports Live. Uh, more coming up. That's time here, but it's the college basketball season. Everybody's getting out their midseason, winning the word watch list. I'm not going to give that. I'm going to give my top five players in college basketball right now. Let's hop into it. Number five, Kofi Cockburn. All right, this guy is probably one of the, I mean, he played at Michigan Wolverines on Friday night, and the only reason Illinois won that game, well, I mean, Michigan only, only had seven available players, and Hunter Dickinson, their best player, wasn't there to cover Kofi, I mean, guard Kofi, but Kofi Cockburn is an amazing player, probably the best big man in the country right now, just a rim protector, everything like that. Lost Iowa Sumu. The season and he's been great. I mean, had that three game suspension earlier in the season, but he's done great so far. Kofi Cockburn, the fifth best player in college basketball. No big bat. Number four, Johnny Davis, everybody of Wisconsin. Okay, 
I saw him. I mean, I think the turning point for Johnny Davis this season was that game against Houston in the Maui Invitational. I mean, he was just solid in that game. Solid. I mean, they played great. They won that game against Houston who had made the Final Four last year. That was the turning point for Greg Gard's team in Wisconsin. Turning point for Wisconsin Badgers this season. Johnny Davis, the best player in that team. They got a great team. They can make around the Final Four, whatever it might be. Brad Davidson, Johnny Davis. It's a good team. Johnny Davis, fourth best player in college basketball. Number three, Kansas Jayhawks. Oche Agbaji. I mean, this guy's mids. He can defend you. However he wants. He can shoot. He can score. He can get to the rack. He can get to the rack. He can shoot. At, he, he can do everything. He's probably one of the best overall all-around players in college basketball. I'm going to say right here. He's the best all-around player in college basketball right now. No debate about Otre Gbaji. Number three player in college basketball. Number two. I know he struggled a little bit this season. I know they lost to Oregon last week. But Johnny Juzang. All right. If we're talking March Madness and I need to take one player. It's probably going to be Johnny Juzang. Johnny Juzang can nail that final shot. I know he missed it against Oregon, but he can be a great player. He can shoot. He can score. He can get to the rack. Everything like that. Johnny Juzang, second best player in college basketball. Now, number one, it's probably going to be the number one pick in the NBA draft this year. It's Paolo Boncher, everybody. All right. I mean, I'm comparing him to Carmelo Anthony. He's got that perfect mid-range spin jumper, everything like that. Paolo Boncher, number one player in college basketball of the Duke Blue Devils. No bit about it. That's about for top five this week. Leave your top five players in college basketball in the comment section. Stay tuned. Now, I did know everybody, like I said earlier in the episode, Tom Brady, 44 years old, going great at little Big Ben, 39, not going great at. But did you know Tom Brady's older than every single NFC coach left of the playoffs? I'm talking Mal Floor. I'm talking Sean McVay. I'm talking, I mean, I'm talking Kyle Shanahan. Every single NFC coach left in the playoffs, except for his coach, Bruce Arians, is one of like, the oldest coaches in the NFL. Tom Brady's older than that. Tom Brady, 44 years old. I mean, is that good for the game of football to have these young coaches? I think so. Mount Floor has done great this Packers. Kyle Shanahan has done great with this 49ers. Sean McVay, I mean, maybe the most innovative mind in the NFL uh, to this day. Sean McVay, done great for the Rams, everything like that. Didn't know that, though. Tom Brady's older than every single NFC coach left the playoffs except for his coach, Bruce Arians. Didn't know that? Leave that in the comment section. That's Pat for Didn't Know this week. What is the most important position in football, everybody? It's a quarterback position. What are two teams that made the playoffs this year, but their quarterback couldn't deliver? The Patriots, who have the historic head coach, Bill Belichick, probably the greatest coach in NFL history, and the Steelers, Mike Tallman, one of the best coaches in NFL history, no debate about it. But the problem in the playoffs this year was quarterback situation. So let's fix that. Let's fix that situation. I'm going to start off with the Patriots and Bill Belichick. We all love Mac Jones. I love Mac Jones personally, and I think he's a perfect quarterback. I think he can be a great quarterback one day down the line. But can he win a Super Bowl in the next five years? Nah, not going to do it. Is Bill Belichick going to be a coach next six, year, yeah, six years from now? I don't think so. So, Bill Belichick wants to get at least one more Super Bowl before he retires. I mean, he's already 70, so he wants to get one more Super Bowl in before he retires. So, who should they go after? Kirk Cousins, everybody. Kirk Cousins had an amazing season this year. Probably the most underrated player in the NFL you could say right now. Kirk Cousins had an amazing season. This is a win-win deal for both teams. Vikings get Kirk Cousins' successor, Mac Jones, throw, Justin Jefferson, throw out to all these great receivers, Irv Smith, everything like that, to have Dalvin Cook as his running back. I mean, that would be perfect for them. They're going to get a new head coach, who I think should be Marcus Brady, offensive coordinator of the Indianapolis Colts. So that'd be perfect for the Patriots and for the Vikings. You know, it wouldn't cost that much to give up Kirk. It's a big contract, Chris, Kirk Cousins adds. I mean, at one point, biggest contract in NFL history, Kirk Cousins had. But it's an interesting deal to me. Do you think Patriots should go after Kirk Cousins? I think so. Patriots should definitely go after Kirk Cousins. But here's the big part, everybody. The Pittsburgh Steelers, everybody. Who should they go after? Uh, Kirk Cousins is going to fix uh, this uh, Pittsburgh Steelers team. You know who's going to fix this Pittsburgh Steelers team? It's not Deshaun Watson. It's not anybody else. It's Russell Wilson, everybody. 
It's going to take a lot to give up. It's probably going to take five first-round picks, but they have them all. I think they give up their first-round pick this year, their first-round pick in 2023, their first-round pick in 2024, and maybe their first-round pick in 2025. That might be a little bit um, much there, but, I mean, it's worth it for Russell Wilson. Russell Wilson, a generational top, would be perfect in Mike Tomlin's system. Perfect. Got good running back in Najee Harris, up and coming running back. Well, I think you have a John Taylor-like season next year. John Taylor, rookie season was kind of like how Najee Harris's rookie season was. I mean, and stuff like that. But they would probably have to give up their door Trey Turner to the Seahawks and those first-round picks, maybe second-round picks, stuff like that. It t- cost a lot. They'd be worth it, in my opinion. Mike Tallman needs to win the Super Bowl. He should win. I mean, he wants to win our Super Bowl before he retires. So he's not going to retire for a while. But these court, these coaches, these historic coaches, they need to identify their quarterback situation. I think this is the way to identify and address their quarterback situation. The Steelers picking up Russell Wilson and the Patriots picking up Kirk Cousins there by dumping Matt Jones to the Vikings. Leave your answer in the comment section. Do you think this will work? Leave your answer in the comment section. Stay tuned. Still more coming to Squirt Sports, episode number 64. Now, what is the most important position in football that I need to win the Super Bowl championship, right? It's the quarterback position. Like I said in the last segment, the most important position in sports is the quarterback position. The most important position in football to win a Super Bowl, to win a championship is the quarterback position. So we got a lot of up-and-coming stars in the NFL. We got a lot of up-and-coming quarterbacks in the NFL. Kyler Murray, who played terrible in the NFL football, first ever game in the playoffs, Justin Herbert, Joe Burrow, all these guys. Joe Burrow's still alive in the playoffs. Justin Herbert gone out, of, didn't even get into the playoffs this year, but that's the coach's fault, you could say. A lot of stuff going on in the NFL right now, but do these quarterbacks have what it takes? To win Super Bowl. Are they a super pro or no? Let's hop into it. Justin Herbert, is he a super pro? Can he win a Super Bowl someday down the line? I think so. And I think it's sooner rather than later. I think it's within the next six, seven, whatever it might be years. I think Justin Herbert is an elite quarterback, will be an elite quarterback next season. A top five quarterback going into next season. Justin Herbert, no debate that, can win a Super Bowl in my opinion. Joe Burrow, yes. I'm going to get, get the obvious off the list first. Joe Burrow, yes, can easily win a Super Bowl. I think Justin Herbert's going to win a Super Bowl before Joe Burrow does because just offensive line, everything like that. Bengals have probably the worst offensive line in the playoffs right now, probably the worst defensive line left in the playoffs right now. So they got some issues to address, but they already got that Devontae Adams, Aaron Rodgers type connection with Joe Burrow and Jamar Chase. Could be better than that connection one day. Never know. It's only Jamar Chase's rookie year, Joe Burrow's second year. A lot of stuff going on with the Bengals right now. Could still be, I mean, we're talking about this right now. And Joe Burrow could still win a Super Bowl this year. No debate. I mean, that's just crazy to think about right now. But Joe Burrow can easily win a Super Bowl, in my opinion. He is a Super Pro. Now, Josh Allen, everybody. Yes, and I think it could definitely happen this year. You know what? I'm going to leave a statement out there. The Buffalo Bills are going to win the Super Bowl this year. Bookmark it. No debate about it. Josh Allen's a super pro, super pro. And the Bills win the Super Bowl championship this year. No debate about it. Bookmark it. I think Bills win the Super Bowl this year. Josh Allen is definitely a super pro. Matthew Stafford, everybody. I'm going to say yes, but the window is closing. If it's not this season, it's not next season. Then when? Then I'm probably not. But leave your answer in the comment section. Do you think Matthew Stafford is super pro? Do you think he could win a Super Bowl? Leave your answer in the comment section. Kyler Murray, everybody. We all love to talk about Kyler Murray. No, absolutely not. How many years he plays in the NFL? It might be 15. He could be a Russell Wilson. No. Russell Wilson won a Super Bowl early on in his career. And he hasn't been back. I mean, he's been, he went to back-to-back Super Bowls. He hasn't been back since. It's because of that Legion of Boom defense. It wasn't because of Russell Wilson. Not you know, No discredit to Russell Wilson. He could definitely win a Super Bowl again sometime in his career. But a lot of stuff going on in the NFL right now. Kyle Murray, I don't think he can ever win a Super Bowl. Too tiny to play the quarterback position. I'm not saying, oh, Kyle Murray can't play quarterback in the NFL. But I don't think he can win a Super Bowl in the NFL. Kyle Murray is not a super pro. Lamar Jackson, I'm going to go with yes, but he needs to get his contract first. I mean, they stalled the contract this year. They were going to give him a contract, but everything stalled out like that. But they got to give him a contract. I think 
because of injuries this season, everything like that, it'd probably be somewhere in the 140 range, something like a Russell Wilson contract, not a Patrick Mahomes contract, not a Sean Watson contract. But Lamar Jackson definitely going to Super Bowl down the line. Do you think Lamar Jackson going to Super Bowl down the line? Leave your answer in the comment section. Dak Prescott, everybody. We all love Dak. And a lot of people like to hate on Dak. Dak made some good throws in that game. Yes, they lost the game mainly because of Dak's fault. Dak still made some good throws down the line. Dak Prescott lost them that game, and he got them back into that game. That's my take on Dak Prescott. I think he definitely wants to pull somewhere down the line, and they need to build up that perfect roster. Coming next season for all we're talking about here, Dak Prescott, definitely, yes. Matt Jones, everybody, nope. It's going to be with the Minnesota Vikings, in my opinion, because I think they're going to get Kirk Cousins, the New England Patriots, uh, this season, this offseason. But Matt Jones, too much of a game manager. In the NFL, in my opinion. I mean, we all wrote him off in college. And I did too. And he won a national championship. So it could definitely happen. But I'm going to say for right now, Mac Jones is not a super pro. Do you think Mac Jones can win a Super Bowl in it, in his career? I think so. I don't think so. But do you think so? Leave your answer in the comment section. My pick right now for Mac Jones, I don't think he wins a Super Bowl in his career. Carson Wentz, absolutely not. If you think Carson Wentz can win a Super Bowl in his career, absolutely not. If you think the Eagles would have won a Super Bowl that year with Carson Wentz, you're wrong. I don't think they will have. I don't even think they would have made a Super Bowl that year. I'm not saying Nick Foles was a better quarterback that season, but I think in the playoffs, Nick Foles was better suited to beat the Patriots, better suited to do all that stuff. Nick Foles, great story that season. Hasn't really been the same since. Nick Foles, I mean, won the Super Bowl that season. Carson Wentz, I don't think he can ever win a Super Bowl, in my opinion. That's my take on Carson Wentz. You know, that situation was almost a little bit like a 2014 Ohio State situation. Everybody said, you know, if JT Barrett didn't break his leg the last game of the season and they made the college ball playoff with JT Barrett, they wouldn't have won the national championship. But since they had Cardinal Jones, they won the national championship. Now, so that's Nick Foles uh, playing instead of Carson Wentz in that playoffs. I think that's why they won the Super Bowl. I don't think Carson Wentz could have won them that Super Bowl that year. So Carson Wentz definitely not a Super Bowl in my opinion. I don't think Carson Wentz will ever win a Super Bowl in his career, at least on his own. I mean, has a ring, but it wasn't the quarterback of that team at the time. Leave your answer in the comments section. Do you think Carson Wentz can win a Super Bowl in his career? My pick right now, no. That's about for Super Bowl or no for this year. Leave your thoughts in the comments section. That's about for that this week. All right, from now on to the NFL Draft, not going to be a weekly segment, but we're going to call it Schoolyard Sports Scouting. It's not going to be a mock draft, but it's going to be the top five players in the NFL Draft. I'm not saying they're going to be a top five pick. I'm not saying they're going to be that, but these are the top five available players in the NFL Draft. Let's hop into it. Who is the best player in this NFL Draft? It's Aiden Hutchinson. I don't think he's going to go number one. I think Evan Neal's going to go number one because that's the need that the Jaguars need to fit with Evan Neal at offensive line. But Aiden Hutchinson is the best player in this draft. was amazing at Michigan last year of my Michigan Wolverines. My favorite college football player of all time, Aiden Hutchinson, is the best player in this draft. No to be bad. Number two, Evan Neal. Everybody's saying, whoa, whoa, whoa. Where's the other edge rusher? Kayvon Thibodeau. Probably could have been one, but no. Kayvon Thibodeau's number three, everybody. Evan Neal. I mean, there's videos of him destroying Kayvon, Kayvon Thibodeau at camps, everything like that in high school. Evan Neal, amazing player. Notre Dame, that was great at Alabama. Will be a star in the NFL. It could be like a Tristan Wirfs. I mean, Tristan Wirfs has been amazing with the Bucks so far in his career. I mean, I know he got hurt last Sunday, but everything like that. But Evan Neal, number two player in this NFL draft, Notre Dame, that. Number three, Kayvon Thibodeau, everybody. Okay, we all love Kayvon Thibodeau, but some immaturity issues there. I don't think he can make an impact right away. I don't think he can turn to a Nick Bosa right away. He can turn to a good Ed Rusher. Uh, one day, maybe like Josh Allen on the Jaguars, something like that. Kayvon Thibodeau, he can, I think he's going to go to the Texans at number three. I don't think he is a top two player in the NFL draft. I don't. Kayvon Thibodeau, number three. Number four, Kyle Hamilton, safety at Notre Dame. We did our mock draft last week, and Kyle Hamilton was not it. He was not it. But Kyle Hamilton is a top five player in this draft. Almost like, I mean, this draft almost kind of reminds me of 
2018 NFL draft where the number one player in the draft wasn't necessarily going to be the number one pick. A lot of people had Saquon Berkeley's the number one player in the draft, not Baker Mayfield, who was actually the number one pick. So it's almost like a dress your needs type draft, in my opinion. Kyle Hampton, fourth best player in this draft, no debate bat. Great year at Notre Dame safety. I know he got hurt, but great player, Kyle Hampton, no debate bat. Number five, who's the fifth best player in this NFL draft? I'm throwing all the ball out there. Nicobe Dean. I had him in my top five mock draft last week going to the Giants. Nicobe Dean is an elite player. Can make an immediate impact at the NFL level. He's a linebacker. He's got that leadership down. He's got all that down that you want in an NFL prospect, everything like that. He's got the maturity. He's got everything like that. Kobe Dean, fifth best player in the NFL draft, no debate about. That's about schoolyard sports scouting 1.0 of this week until road to the draft, everybody. We're going to do mock drafts. We're going to do this. Almost every week seems like that, but a lot of stuff going on in the NFL right now. After the Super Bowl, everything's going to turn to the free agency draft, offseason, everything like that. Stay tuned. Still got more coming up. Squared Sports and Lane Frank, episode 64. NBA Rundown. First time we're doing the NBA Rundown this NBA season. Let's all into it. Can the Knicks turn into a contender, everybody? I think so. Right now, they're bound to play in, but they can turn into a good team. I think after the All-Star break, Julius Randle, RJ Barrett, Cameron Edge, they can all turn it off. If they get a good player at the trade that line, something like that. But in my opinion, yes, the New York Knicks can turn into a contender uh, this season. No debate about it. I mean, they turned it on last season. They got that 10-game winning streak to put them to fourth place in the East. They lost the first round, but they got into fourth place in the East. Right now, they're hovering around number eight, number nine, number seven, everything like that, number 10 in that play-in spot pretty much. But I think the New York Knicks, Tom Tabor can turn this team into a contender. Can you, do you think that? Leave your answer in the comment section. How will the Clippers make the playoffs? Right now, I'm going to give my pick. No, they won't make the playoffs. There's rumors that Paul George is done for the season. We all know Kawhi's done for the season. Torn ACL. So, can they make the playoffs? Can Terrence Mann? Can Amir Coffey? Can all these guys turn it on? Can Reggie Jackson turn it on? To bring this team to the playoffs? I think no. But if they do make the playoffs, it's going to be like a 7 seed, an 8 seed, something bad like that. Playing, maybe not even win the plan. Something like that. But do you think the Clippers can make the playoffs this year? Leave your answer in the comment section. How will the Nuggets do with Jamal Murray and Michael Porter Jr. when they come back? Because they're probably not going to come back until like the playoffs. Nuggets even be in playoff position at that time. Right now, they're around 21 wins, 21, 22 and 21, something like that. Kind of like how Lakers and the Clippers are right now. Nuggets are the number one team in the Western Conference last year. Right now, they're around number eight, something like that. Not doing so great at Denver Nuggets. But I think if they get into the playoffs and they get in series maybe with the uh, Suns, somebody like that. I know Suns swept them last year, but they can maybe win that series. But Jamal Murray and Michael Porter Jr. finally coming back. I think that's the th- timetable they have for them. Right now, come back to the playoffs. Do you think that will happen? Leave your answer in the comment section. Do you think Nuggets will make the playoffs this season? Do you think Nuggets can turn into contenders? Like New York Knicks, I think, can turn into contenders. Leave your answer in the comment section. Now, is this finally the Utah Jazz year? Saw them lose last year when they were a top seed in the Western Conference. Lose to the Clippers with Terrence Mann went off. Do you think this is the year for the Utah Jazz? Will they trade or is it not? year for the Utah Jazz. Maybe they traded to Gobert in the trade deadline. Some rumors about that. Is Donovan Mitchell finally ready to take that next step? Make the Western Conference Finals. They haven't made the Western Conference Finals yet in Donovan Mitchell's tenure. Okay, they haven't. They lost to the Rockets in his first year after being the Thunder. They lost last year to the Clippers. Lot of stuff going on with that Utah Jazz team right now. That's about for NBA Rundown this week. Stay tuned. Still more to come. Now, the best for last question there. This week's question is, do the Dallas Cowboys need to fire Mike McCarthy, everybody? Right now, I'm going to give my honest opinion. No, but start thinking about some things. Only won one Super Bowl to Aaron Rodgers. Really didn't turn on the heat last couple years to Aaron Rodgers. They were terrible. Aaron Rodgers last year, I know he was hurt, everything like that. But a lot of stuff going on with Mike McCarthy and that Cowboys franchise. Do they fire Mike McCarthy? Promote Kellen Moore. Kellen Moore turned down his alma mater, Boise State, Dallas Cowboys last year. And that was a head coaching position, everybody. A head coaching position. 
Maybe he wants another head coach position in the NFL, but I think if he wants to leave, Jerry Jones is going to say, hey, don't leave us. Don't go to the Broncos to be their head coach. I'm going to fire Mike right here. I'm going to pick you up to be our next head coach. I know Jerry Jones is a loyal guy. I know he sticks with this guy. stuck with Jason Garrett forever. Stuck with Bill Parcells forever. But a lot of stuff going on with that Dallas Cowboys team. Do you think Mike McCarthy gets fired? Leave your answer in the comment section. That's about our question this week. That's about for Squared Sports and Land Frank, episode 64. Thank you for tuning in. Follow Squared Sports on Instagram at Squared Sports. Follow Squared Sports on Twitter at Squared Sports. Follow Squared Sports on TikTok at Squared Sports. Don't forget to subscribe, rate, and review for the best sports content in the world. We'll be back here next week, episode 65. Stay tuned.